want to talk about worship today, so we just thought instead of telling a joke, we'd give you some worship fails. Go online, you can look at a bunch of them, including crosses falling over on the drum cage and destroying it. It was, it's pretty funny stuff. <clears throat> How y'all doing this morning? Good, I'm glad you're here. Evidently about half the church is not, and I hope they're online. Uh, or I hope they will uh, listen to this later because this is a very important message in the life of our church, and um, I'll see if I can do it justice. Is that okay? Are we ready? Are you ready? Tell your neighbor, I'm ready. All right. Let me pray real quick. Thank you, God, for your word. I pray that it would permeate our hearts, our souls, and that we would hear what you have to say to us in the name of Jesus. Amen. Second Chronicles chapter 29, verse 27 through 30, Hezekiah gave the order to sacrifice the burnt offering on the altar. As the offering began, singing to the Lord began also, accompanied by trumpets and instruments of David, king of Israel. The whole assembly bowed in worship while singers sang and the trumpeters played. All this continued until the sacrifice of the burnt offering was completed. When the offerings were finished, the king and everyone present with him knelt down and worshipped. King Hezekiah and his officials ordered the Levites to praise the Lord with the words of David and Asaph, the seer. So they sang praises with gladness, bowed their heads, and worshipped. So let's get it. First, not first, but they sang praises which is a praise or a boast. The root word there is to shine. So it's boasting out loud of God, okay? Praising out loud of God. Do I need to announce that? Are we good? I forgot to. <clears throat> the next thing it says, with gladness. You know what that means? With gladness. <laughs> it's like deep Hebrew right there. With gladness means they were happy. They had joy. They weren't doing it sorrowful somber or anything else they came in with a happy heart that's a good way to come in <clears throat> then after the sacrifices they bowed down or they bowed their heads bowing in devotion and they worshiped the word worship there means to bow down in a position of humility so you bow down in humility thinking wow the person i'm venerating is greater than me are you with me psalms 54 6 it says i will sacrifice a free will offering to you i will praise your name O lord for it is good so the title to the message today is worship and offering right because worship is an offering are you with me worship's an offering it says i'll sacrifice a free will offering to sacrifice you know what that means to give up something like you have it and then you don't because you sacrificed it. You know, in baseball, I don't know. Should I do a baseball thing? Okay, in baseball, I'm looking around. And there's more girls than guys, but all of you girls know baseball well. So in softball, <clears throat> when you turn around and you butt and a person's on second base, it's called a sacrifice bunt. You sacrifice your, your, uh, your desire to get on first base and get a hit by moving the runner to third base by sacrifice bunting. So you're giving yourself up 
for someone else. Are you with me? It's a sacrifice. An offering is the same thing. It's to give something up. If I gave an offering, which I just did, 84321, I forgot my phone up here, so I gave my offering to the Lord. So that money is not mine anymore. It's out. It was mine. It's not mine anymore. Well, actually, it wasn't mine. It was just in my care. Are you with me? Okay. So, and then it says in, in verse 7 of the same chapter of Psalms, it says, For he's delivered me from all my troubles, and my eyes have looked in triumph on my foes. That's a good time. See, in verse 36, it says, I'm going to sacrifice and give something up, a free will offering to you. I'm going to praise, meaning give thanks, or confess that I'm thankful. I'm going to do that, and there's a reason. I won. You know, there's a lot of reasons to give thanks to the Lord. Name me ten. Babies. That's number 15 for those of you who don't know us. Number 15, I'm a rich man. Jeff Bezos, whatever. <laughs> That's one. Health. Don't make my wife do this whole thing. Huh? Steadfast love. Yes. That's, that's a good one. Waking up today, this side of the earth, right? Yeah, it's good. It's good. Provision. It's always good to be provided for. Freedom. I like being free. Mercy. <laughs> Man, when you need it, right? Oh, favor. Oh, man, I could go on about that one. Favor. It's like, you ever seen someone with favor walk in a room? No, because you, you feel it. It depends how big their favor is. If they've got a lot of favor, you just feel it when it walks in the room. It's like, man, someone just walked in the room with favor. Man, I like getting around those people. I was, right, I was with a guy last night, Jerry Deremy, walked up beside me. I'm like, whoo, give me some of that, Jerry. Give me some of that. It's a good deal. That's a good one. Any more? Music. That's a good reason to thank him. Man. Right goes along with my sermon. Good job, young man. Relationships. I like relationships. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 15 says, Through Jesus, therefore, let us continually offer, say continually, a, to God a sacrifice of praise, the fruit of lips that confess His name. In other words, offer to hand something over, Praise to speak excellence of a person and from our lips articulated. No, I'm just thinking it. Nope, not this verse. <laughs> and then there's some other ones about that, but not this one. This one says, keep saying or singing it. Saying or singing. Singing is saying. Right? Ooh, yeah. You should, that's what you should have said right there. I just left you open for the song. This girl's got a great song. You should, it's called Ooh Yeah. Uh-huh. See, I knew it was uh-huh. I, I was just testing her to see Ooh Yeah. The next song she's going to write is Ooh Yeah. Yeah, it's really good. What do you have to look on YouTube? Yard Kids. Uh-huh. Look that up. It's so good. It's really good. I'm telling you. Okay. So... <clears throat> let me let me let me give you the Terry version of this. Keep saying the same thing as God says, 
handing over your energy, heart, mind, and strength to speak excellence with your lips. Now, being the first one to talk about worship, I, you know, there's like, there's so many different words for worship and praise, and I'm not going to go through them. I boiled down worship to this. This is just me, again, this is just me. This is it's just an oversimplification. Next slide. <clears throat> worship is coming close to God to give Him yourself with all of your being. Okay, next. Worship is positioning yourself under God. Under God. And lastly, it's expressing the whole person through the whole person. The whole person through the whole person. Some, some people say, well, you know, I'm just not really into worship. You know, I like prayer better. I like reading the word. That's my thing. I, just that worship thing, I'm just really not into it. Yes, you are. I'm just here to tell you, yes, you are. You're a worshiper. That's who God created you to be. And then when you got born again, you became a better worshiper. Okay? And you're going to worship until the end of the ages. So this morning, it's practice. It was just practice. It's just a joke. It's a worship joke. Y'all didn't get it. All right. The Spirit of God is in you. So you know what? You're a worshiper. That's what, that's what you are. Why believe that you're the same person before you, that, that you were before you came to Christ? Well, you know, I'm just, I'm just not a very expressive. I'm just, you know, I'm not like Deborah Jane. Like she's expression expressed. Right? Yeah. She, Deborah, in our birth certificate, there's exclamation points. I mean, Deborah Jane is an expression. Okay? So I'm not, I'm not like Deborah Jane. I just can't express like that. I'm just, you know, I'm just real quiet. I'm just really not into that worship. Yes, you are. Well, that's just how I've always been, how you always were. You don't have to be her. You don't have to be me. You don't have to be Zoe. But you are a worshiper. That's who you are. Spirit of God's in you. You don't have a choice. If you would just lay down the old you, like you're supposed to, the new you would shine out. It would be an expression of worship. Well, how does it look? Well, it doesn't look the same as me. We're going to get into how it looks in a second. So, God has changed you. The old is gone. The new has come. Here's your discussion questions. Ready? Now, if you're new here, thanks for coming. <clears throat> but this is what we do. We kind of involve you. I asked you a couple questions earlier. And now you're going to get into a group. And you're going to talk amongst yourself. And engage in this with your own mind and your own heart. So the questions are... Name all the different expressions of worship. And the second question, which ones are you not comfortable doing? <laughs> I can't wait to hear those answers. All right, five minutes on the clock. Ready? Go. Excellent. All right, was that a good one? That's a good question. Okay, so name some expressions of worship, of worship and praise. Name, name some expressions. What'd you say? Poetry, yeah. Tithing, yeah, that's good. Dancing, yeah, that's good. Singing, yeah, that's a good one. Shouting. Rolling on the floor, what? Doxology. What? 
body posture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and which one don't you like to do? Yeah. Raise your hands. I mean, you just did it. <laughs> you raised your hands before you spoke. <laughs> that was good, though. I caught you, didn't I? Yeah, all right. Huh? Holiness? Oh, dancing? Yeah. That's what I said to them. They were surprised. I like dancing alone. What did he say? Sign language while you're singing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she, when, when, you're, when you're at a conference or a church and they tell you how to worship, all right, raise your hands. Now get on your floor. All right, everybody dance. Hug your neighbor. Find the cutest girl. Hold her hand. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, I totally get it. Yeah. Getting out of your comfort zone is a good way of worship. So all of these things are worship. You know, tithing is worship. You know, living is worship. Living for Him is worship. So we often talk about worship as in singing, but, you know, it really does extend to every kind of life. Every, every, every kind of life. <laughs> every kind of thing in life we do is worship, right? But let's talk about expressions just for a quick second. Psalm 95, 6, Come let us bow down. In worship and let us kneel before the Lord our Maker. So what are, what's it telling us to do? Huh? Bow down and kneel. Okay. Psalm 150 verse 4. Praise Him with the tambourine and dancing. Praise Him with the strings and flute. What's it telling us to do? Dance. Play the guitar. And a tambourine. And a flute. Anyone got a flute? Me neither. <clears throat> Psalm 149, verse 1. Praise the Lord. Sing to the Lord a new song. His praise in the assembly of the saints. What's it telling us to do? Sing. Sing of what? A new song. Something new. That's not like the new Bethel song. Okay? That's not what it's talking about. Okay? It's talking about singing what we did this morning. Just what's on your heart. Make it into a song. Right? What, what else is it? What else is in there it's telling us to do? Ah, get together. You mean it's actually in the Bible that we need to assemble and praise the Lord? How about that? Ah. Psalm 134, verse 1 and 2. Praise the Lord, all you servants of the Lord who minister by night in the house of the Lord. Lift up your hands in the sanctuary and praise the Lord. What's it telling us to do? Lift your hands. And praise the Lord. And stay up at night, right? Stay up at night. I mean, there's so many things that I could pick out. There are, you go through the Psalms, just the Psalms alone. I would like to suggest that we should get more verbal with our bodies. Because sometimes we have the verbal language of our bodies are akin to the verbal language of a parent. We only know a few words. 
I got this one. You ever seen Tim Hawkins, little thing, you know? Raise your hand. Raise your hand. Good TV. The one that got away, you know, it's really funny. But the, re the reality is we can be expressive when we want to be because when we're angry, we know how to get expressive. Our face is expressive. Our hands are expressive. Our bodies express. We know how to get expressive when we want to, right? Some people seem bothered, though, by this thought because it's emotional. Oh, it's just emotional. That's all emotional experience. It's funny how non-emotional worshipers accuse emotional worshipers. Gosh, I can't talk. Let me do that again. It was a great line. It's a good truth. I'm going to do it all over again. It's funny that non-emotional worshipers accuse emotional worshipers of being all emotional. And they are waiting for the emotion in order to be emotional. Are you with me? Okay. <laughs> You're like, no, I'm not. If you are waiting for emotion in order to be emotional, then you are an emotional worshiper. Because you got to get all hyped up. But people who can just enter in and express themselves emotionally aren't necessarily emotional worshipers. They're just expressing their emotion. So maybe they are emotional worshipers. I'm convincing myself. I think both groups are emotional worshipers. Emotional worshipers want an experience. They want to feel it. Nothing wrong with that. I like feeling emotion, especially happy, good, like God is with me. His goodness is pouring out of me. His favor is pouring out of me. Anyone else like to feel that? Okay, do you know it? Do you know God is good? Do you know he wants his goodness to rain on you? All right, isn't it a little bit better when you feel it, if you're honest? It's like, I know she loves me, but when I feel the love, right? I like that feeling. Anybody? So why in the world does anybody say that that's a bad thing, to want to feel it? Well, it's just misinformed. But we don't need a feeling in order to worship. Sometimes I'll, I'll worship for 45 minutes. And I get done, and I feel zero. I'm like, are you feeling blessed, Terry? Not a bit. What do you feel like? If I'm honest, I feel like I, I feel like I just wasted 45 minutes. What do you think, Terry? I think God is worthy of 45 minutes of my worship. That's what I think. So I don't go by my feeling, I go by my thinking, right? My feeling, my emotions, they're my slaves. They're terrible masters. Well, God's not in this 10 minutes in. God's not in this. I'm just going to leave this be. Oh, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. That was when I was eight. So let me talk to you about something else. Switch gears. Is that okay? Put it in second. Psalm 5.3. I want to talk to you quickly about sitting at his feet. Oh, Lord, in the morning you hear my voice. In the morning I prepare a sacrifice for you and watch. Like a lookout. 
I like that. It's like a look at. Psalm 27, 14. Wait for the Lord. Be strong and let your heart take courage. Wait for the Lord. with Waiting with an eager expectation. Say expectation. Now, what's an expectation? Yeah. When you expect something, right? You're not just like waiting going, well, I wonder what's going to happen next. You're expecting something's going to happen. Are you with me? Psalm 130, verse 5, I wait for the Lord. My soul waits. And in his word, I hope my soul waits for the Lord. More than the watchman for the morning. More than the watchman for the morning. Isaiah chapter 30, verse 18. Therefore, come on up, worship team. Therefore, the Lord waits to be gracious to you. And therefore, he exalts himself to show mercy to you. For the Lord is a God of justice. Blessed are all those who wait for him. The word wait here is to yearn or to wait in ambush. Think about it in a positive sense. Surprise party. Surprise party. You're just waiting for that person to walk through the door. Surprise, right? You're waiting to ambush them with something good. That's God with you, and that's you with God. Isn't that good? So sometimes, I don't know about you, but when I'm worshiping, I live in this world. Anyone else live in this world? Okay. So I'm in a hurry. I got things to do, people to see, places to go. I got other things to think about. Anybody? I, and, I, you know, let's, let's go. Let's get this done. Give me the word for the day, Lord, so I can get on with my day. <laughs> That's not good. Right? It's not good. So I'm going to teach you this song. It's called Not in a Hurry. We're going to sing it. So it's something really new, right? In the middle of, I mean, we're not, worship goes in the, in the front. Maybe at the end, but not in the middle. No. Singing goes all, all the way, all over, all the time. So if you want to give right now, you can. I was like up there, you know why? Because that was such a good point that I just made. It's like, give extra offering. Can you put the lyrics up there? I don't know how this... <clears throat> uh, keep going to the chorus. Yeah. All right, say it with me outside, out, out loud, outside. Don't go outside to say it. You can say it outside later, but say it inside right now. Here we go. I'm not in a hurry when it comes to your spirit. Next. When it comes to your presence. When it comes to your voice. Next. I'm learning to listen just to rest in your nearness. I'm starting to notice you are speaking. That's the chorus of this. Isn't that good? I'm not in a hurry. So right now you're thinking, when's this sermon going to be over? Hey, I'm not in a hurry. And I'm not in a hurry with God. So let's just sit in this for a moment and sing this song. Can you? Let us teach it to you. Just sit in that just for a second. I'm just not going to be in a hurry. Just not going to be in a hurry with you, God. Just, just have a short conversation with you for a second. I'm just not going to be in a hurry. I'm not going to let life hurry me. I'm not going to be pressed to get out. 
So I want you to gather and I want you to answer this question for me. What's the result of worship? There's a lot of right answers to this. What's the result when you worship? So go ahead and break up into crew. I'm going to give you about half the time, about two and a half minutes, I'm going to call it. So it's at five, two and a half will be done. But what is the result of worship? Ready, go. All right, here we go. <clears throat> Results. What you got? What you got? I hope you did that at home. hope you're thinking it through. Whatever camera I'm supposed to be looking at. I'm looking at this camera. Matthew can follow me. Did you, did you think about it? Did you articulate it out? I hope you did. Okay, what are some results? Anybody? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. You hear that, young man? That's some good wisdom. <laughs> Yeah, uh, he he said it's about relationship and becoming more intimate in that relationship. That was good. Anybody else want to share? No pressure. Just don't leave me hanging out to dry. Yeah. 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 It changes your perspective. Thereby the way you feel, bringing you peace and joy. That's a good word. You know, worship is really about him. But I can't escape the result for me. <laughs> I don't give an offering to make sure my bank account is full. But I know as I give an offering... My bank account is full. I can't forget about that. I mean, it's in the Word, right? So I can't forget that there is a great result when I wait on the Lord. Isaiah 40, 28. Have you not known? Have you not heard? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He does not faint or grow weary. His understanding is unsearchable. He gives power to the faint. And to him who has no might, he increases strength. Even youth shall faint and be weary, and young men shall fall exhausted. But they, or those who wait for the Lord, shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not grow weary. They shall walk and not faint. I would like to surmise this before I take us home through this last thing, is when we are fainting and exhausted, maybe we ought to just worship. Maybe we ought to just get with some Jesus. And maybe we come to an end of ourselves and it's supposed to happen. So we go to him. Some people are just, if I can 
The Lord just tuned me up. I'm going to say it so much nicer right now. Some people are just so foolish, they don't go to him for strength. They keep trying to summon what they don't have within them. I don't know how people make it without him. I've said that for years. I don't know how you go through tragedy. I don't know how you go through anything without God. What do you do? Just hope the universe is friendly? I don't know. Let me take us home. Ready? Whole person worship. Matthew chapter 15, verses 8 and 9. These people honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. They worship me in vain. Their teachings are rules taught by man. The heart has to be involved in true worship. Otherwise, it's fa worship. It is not real worship at all because the heart isn't in. Are you with me? If the heart's not in, what's the point? Because lip service doesn't count. Doing it because you're supposed to doesn't count. Doing it because everyone else is doing it, that doesn't count. God's not interested in that. He's interested in this. Now, that doesn't mean you can't be, if I can just say it, fake it till you make it. Because like Virginia just shared, sometimes you don't feel it. It's not, there's nothing bubbling in here except maybe little gas from the apple I just ate. You, are you with me? There's nothing but bu- bu- percolating. But I know, I got to go to him. I got to go. And so I do. And guess what happens? Change. You see, there's a result. When you say, when he says they worship me in vain, that means without result. Vain, vain is without result. Worship here is an express an attitude. They, they get a ritual worship. They just say it because, you know, it's, you know, you can pray the Our Father prayer, you know, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. You can pray that and mean it, or you can pray that and not mean it. It's up to you. I mean, you can engage in it, or you can not engage in it. It's completely up to you. Will you say that? You're just reciting a prayer. Yeah, but you can recite something and really be with it with your whole being. I think the Bible says something like, I don't know, and you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. Heart, cardia, seat of the mental, spiritual, and physical life. Soul, life, or inner life. Mind, will, and emotions. The mind is the intelligence or your thinking capacity, and your strength is your strength. So how do you think worship should go? Same. I mean, why leave anything else behind? Let's just go all in. And if that means dancing, let's dance. What if I just said right now, I'm not going to do it. What if I just said, okay, everybody, we're not going to play music, but just get up and dance right now to the Lord. Right? (laughs) People will be going, where's Pastor Brian? Next preacher, please. Next preacher, please. But isn't, I mean, is that not okay? Because if I said, raise your hands to the Lord. Everyone, oh, no problem. You know why we do this, by the way? When you, when you go by a, a, a bank and everybody's in, inside is like this, they've surrendered, right? That's why we do it. We surrender. 
We surrender to someone who is mightier than I, right? Or maybe they're having church in the bank. I don't know. It could be. It could be. So I, I want, when we think about this, and I want you to really think about this, I want you to take the word at love and replace it with worship. And you shall worship the Lord, your God, with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength, with everything. That includes dancing. That includes kneeling, bowing down. Never just get on the floor and put your face on it and just go, God, help. Somebody's got to be happy enough to dance. All of a sudden, you just realize how good he is, how great he is, or whatever. He just gave you a new Ford Raptor. And you dance. Right? And there's a whole bunch of in-between. But you can dance without heart engaging. You can be on the floor without heart engagement. And it's vanity. You got to be all in. We are made to be wholehearted people. If there's anything that I am, it's total life pursuit. Every part of you synced up and in it. All of you, the mental, the emotional, the relational, the financial, the physical, and the spiritual, all synced up and in, not just one. So when we come to church here, we don't put on our little praise garment and come in and do our little church thing. We come in as we are. Hey, it's been a tough morning, tough week, whatever. Really not feeling like worshiping, but I'm going to worship anyways. I tell you, this morning, I'll confess to you, I felt zero until the last song, which is not a crying song, but I started to cry in it. I'm like, this is like a groovy song. It's like Corey Asbury. Wow! You know, it's it's a fun little song, and and I'm all touched in it. And there's touching songs that we were singing, and I had no touch on me that I could feel. Are you with me? Just persevere in it. How about this? Worship until you get a breakthrough. How about that? How about not waiting for a breakthrough to worship? How about worship to a breakthrough? Well, how long would that take? I don't know. What do you got today? Well, we got football. Now they're all canceled. They all got coronavirus. Forget it. It's a joke. They're not all, you know, I, I, I shouldn't joke about that. It's a serious deal. I'm sorry. I just felt like someone got offended right there. It's a serious deal. I shouldn't joke about it. But the reality is, what, what do we, I got to go eat. Oh, okay, Fasting's probably not in the Bible. I wasn't prepared. I'm with you on that. Can we spend an extra five minutes now that I'm finished? Maybe it might even go to 10 with Jesus. And this isn't some kind of, you know, I'm not trying to guilt you into anything. I'm just trying to, help you reason with yourself that you do have the time. You have the time. Everybody in this room has the time. Oh, you don't know my schedule. Show me your schedule. I'll show you the time. 
because we have time for what we want to do. We all do. Some more than others. Right, retired man? Oh, wait, busier than when you worked, right? Yeah, that's right. Talk with yourself and God for a moment and be honest. Devise a lifestyle of worship. What's it going to look like daily? What are you going to do? How are you going to offer yourself up? Well, you, you talked about 45 minutes. I don't know that I could do 45 minutes. Start out with five minutes. You got five minutes? It's like one song. If you put on Worship Mob, that's like a quarter of a song. You ever heard Worship Mob? You know what that is? I know you, obviously, Mr. Bleaker. Worship Mob, look up Worship Mob on YouTube. These young people are fantastic. In fact, one of our, our guys here sings one of the songs there. Uh, one of the guys from Washington that used to sing with us here, he's on that. And it, it's, it's fantastic. They just take these songs that, and cover them and put them all together, and it's, it's beautiful what these young people are doing. I love it. Just sit in there, but a song is 20 minutes on Worship Mob. So, yeah, do one song on Worship Mom. <laughs> it's 20 minutes. Whatever you got to do. What is, what is it going to look like? Talk with God about it. Talk with God about it. What happens when you're not feeling it? What, what are you going to do then? Make a plan. Hey, wait. What happens when you've done wrong and you're feeling a little shame? What are you going to do then? Why don't you just decide right now? Anyone feeling shame right now? No, you're feeling pretty good, right? Okay, decide what it's going to be like when you feel shame. It's a good mindset right now. You're real. You're feeling like, yeah, I'm good. So when you do feel down and shameful and you haven't been reading your Bible or praying and you're like, yeah, I should worship, uh, what are you going to do right there? What are you going to do? Ready? Just talk to Jesus right now. That's the end. The worship is going to start playing, and then you can sing. Just take a moment. Talk with Jesus. He's in the house today. He loves when you talk to him. <laughs>